This episode is brought to you by genealogybargains.com. Genealogy doesn't have to be expensive, but it can take time to research all the current sales, coupons, and promo codes. Want the inside track on saving money while researching your family history? Ever wish you could find coupons for sites like Family Tree Magazine, Ancestry.com, and more? Even on DNA tests? Our ancestors knew how to squeeze a penny, and you too can learn how by visiting the Genealogy Bargains website. Check out genealogybargains.com for the latest promo codes and coupons for featured genealogy and family history items. Welcome to the Family Tree Magazine podcast, the show from America's number one genealogy magazine. I'm your host, Lisa Louise Cook. Our theme for this September 2017 episode is 101 Best Free Genealogy Websites of 2017. And we're going to start things off at the publisher's desk, where Allison Dolan's going to tell us about the Family Tree Magazine website, which not only includes loads of free content, but it's also brand new. And oh, it's a beauty. Then in the top tips segment, we're going to explore a website that is brimming with free British genealogy, and that is freeukgenealogy.org.uk. In our 101 Best Website segment, the author of the list, David Frixell, is going to be here to introduce you to the new 101 Best Websites list for 2017. And in the Family Tree University Crash Course segment, Vanessa is going to be here. She's going to be sharing one of her favorite free websites. And finally, we will check in with Diane Haddad, who's not only going to give us the latest genealogy news, but she's going to lead us to the new location of the Genealogy Insider blog that's on the new Family Tree Magazine website. There's a lot to cover, so let's get to that tour of the new website with Allison Dolan. Well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, this episode is all about the best free genealogy websites that are out there. And one of the best and newest websites out there is the Family Tree Magazine website. So we're going to start this episode off over at the publisher's desk with Allison Dolan to tell you all about it because it's really cool. Hi, Allison. Hi, Lisa. I'm so excited for this new website. I know it's been a while in the making, and it already just looks bright and fresh and new. Tell us all about it. What have you been doing? Well, the biggest thing that our listeners and readers and customers will notice is that we now have all of our websites together under one roof, familytreemagazine.com. So where we previously had a shop on a separate location and our university classes in a separate location. Everything now all lives together in one place. And the best thing about that is for those of you who take classes or, you know, buy products or even just read the magazine, it's all in one place for you in terms of your account and your experience navigating and surfing through the site. You can do it all in one place instead of having to click over to different places to find different things. So it's much more streamlined from a user experience standpoint. I know I've already been experiencing that. And even as an instructor for Family Tree University, and I love being able just to go to that one home base, and then 
travel around and get to all the places we need to be. What prompted this and where do you see it going? Are there going to be more changes in the future? Well, sure. We expect it to continue evolving. The biggest thing that this change brings is with our premium membership. It's something we used to call Family Tree Magazine Plus. But where we're trying to go is to enrich that membership experience even more. So where that product used to be more focused on the archives of the magazine, going forward, we're really going to make it a destination of its own and a value of its own in that all of our content will be published first on the web. Members will get access to it before anybody else. We'll also be publishing exclusive content just for our premium members. We'll be enhancing some of our articles with video, bringing more kinds of content to our premium members. And in the future, we hope to be able to add some additional features to the membership that we have yet to figure out. Cool. So there's lots to look forward to. If somebody is not yet a member, tell them how do they find that? How do they get involved in that? We've tried to make the subscription options much more clear to users when they come so that you can see all the different things that we have to offer. So you can click on the subscribe link at the top of the site, and it will show you all the different options that we have. That includes subscribing to just the magazine, if that's what you choose, in print format or in digital format, as well as the membership. And the best value is still our VIP membership. You get a printed magazine mailed to you every issue, and then you get the premium membership too, all for one low price. Plus, you get discounts on other purchases throughout the year. Oh, very nice. And if they want to come and maybe the site is new to them and they want to see some of the great free stuff, what do you suggest they head to first? Oh, yeah. So that's another actual improvement that we've made is where before all of premium content was completely locked down. And if you didn't have a subscription, you couldn't look at it. Now you get a certain number of free articles per month before we ask you to join. So you can view any content on the site completely free up to a certain amount, a certain amount of articles per month. And then we also have our blogs are free, our po- this podcast is free, and we have um, a number of free ebooks and free forms. Our free forms are still available for download. So all those resources remain free for anybody to use in a more convenient, <laughs> one convenient place. Well, that place is familytreemagazine.com. I'm looking at it right now. It's just lovely. I love the new look and I encourage everybody to go check it out. And of course, continue enjoying this free podcast. And we've got a lot more to do in this free podcast. So thank you so much, Allison. And we'll talk to you next month. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Lisa. The 2017 list of 101 best websites for genealogy includes only websites this year that don't charge a subscription or pay-per-view fee to access great genealogy content. That's right, exploring this year's list isn't going to cost you anything except maybe a little bit of electricity and some internet access. And here to tell us all about it is the author of the list, Dave Frixell. Hi, Dave. Hello. Nice to be here. Yes, we're, we're putting a lie to the old saying that there's no such thing as a free lunch. This issue's annual listing is full of free genealogical lunches in a sense. I know. And that's really nice. And what's cool about this is now we have a great list to research during our lunch break. How about that? Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what were some of the categories you came up with this year? Well, you know, they're, they're the usual ones, sort of the, you know, we round up the usual suspects in, in some categories and some will seem 
familiar. You know, so there are things like FamilySearch, the Library of Congress, the National Archives, various sites where you can get military information like Civil War soldiers and sailor system and, and so forth. So a lot of them, you know, we've, we've spotlighted before. And there were a couple of categories where there just seemed to be a lot of new, interesting offerings or things that were, were cool. And some of them were kind of uh, either on the edges of genealogy but really useful for genealogy or um, they're ones that, I, frankly, are just sort of <clears throat> among my favorite ones to explore. So, for example, there are a lot of cool map sites for geography and, fi- you know, finding out where your ancestors live. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how much of that sort of stuff is free. So, if, for example, if you have German immigrants in your family, there's a thing called the Myers Gazetteer, and it aimed to list every place named in the German Empire between 1871 and 1918, which is a good time for you know, people who are going. And it's a gorgeous thing, and it's online now for free. And it gives the location of the civil registry office and parishes, if any, and information about each place. So if you have German ancestors, suddenly, you know, you can find them. Yeah, it's a fantastic resource. Do you know what the URL is for that? It's www.myersgaz.org. M-E-Y-E-R-S. Gaz.org. Right. And we'll have all of these links in the show notes to these websites he's mentioning. Yeah, that's a terrific resource. And gosh, so many people do have, at some point, German ancestors. Yeah. Uh, there's another one from the, uh, the University of Southern Maine, of all places. It's called the Osher, O-S-H-E-R, Map Library. So it's just oshermaps.org. And they're using 60 megapixel cameras to photograph large maps and 3D imagers to uh, render globes. They have a 450,000 item cartographic collection. So it's just an incredible variety of things. I mean, one of the example I use in the article is if you need a map of postal routes in the Dakota Territory, there it is. <laughs> wow. So all kinds of bizarre older things that you, know, you might never have thought of, but suddenly they're online. Of course, with the power of the Internet and this sort of imaging technology, it's so easy now to make these beautiful pictures, in effect, online that are also you know, useful. Exactly. And they'll allow you to use those in your own personal research? I assume so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, another category, uh, I did, we just called it yesterday's news. Um, so it's newspapers and related things. And my favorite site in this category, which I just discovered and I, I just get a huge kick out of, which is maybe a little disturbing, is called gendisasters.com. And it basically is a site where if your ancestors perished in like shipwreck, train crash, fires, floods, other disasters, you can search them and it links you to the original newspaper articles. You know, it, it, in a sort of perverse way, it's fascinating. Oh, yeah. But also, suddenly you find out that, you know, great-great-uncle George, you know, really did die in that, you know, giant flood in Colorado or whatever it is. Exactly. Well, we're recording this right after Hurricane Harvey hit, you know, and my kids were, lived down the coast and were evacuating. And, you know, those things happen more often than we would like to think. And it's inevitable, I would think, that at some point that somebody in our family tree has been affected by a big disaster like that. Sometimes, you know, it, they're just apocryphal family stories. Yeah. Um, I, I had one where uh, one of my Dickinson relatives who was a minister was swept up in a tornado in Alabama. And indeed, that's true. And I found him. So, you know, it's, it's sort of amazing uh, resource. And again, it's, it's free. Another newcomer to the list that deals with what we call yesterday's news is the California Digital Newspaper Collection. And so if you have California relatives... 
It's from the University of California, Riverside. And it has, oh, let's see, 2.1 million pages, 17.5 million articles. So it's just a massive collection of historical newspapers. You know, again, it's all free. I can vouch for that one because, oh my gosh, if I spent hours in that website, I, you know, it's just, it's amazing. You're right. If you have anybody in your family who was in California, that's the place to go. And of course, there's, there's so many good newspaper sites. And, you know, of course, Chronicling America, part of the Library of Congress, is a terrific resource if you don't have uh, California ancestors, particularly. There's a site called Online Historical Newspapers that's a work in progress, but it trying to identify where you might be able to find your ancestor's hometown newspaper. All kinds of, you know, possibilities there. When somebody sees something like the California Digital Archives on the list, you know, that should bring to mind, oh, these things exist. Okay, well, I don't have California, but let's go Google search and see which other states have similar kinds of uh, websites, because you know they're out there. Right. The other category that uh, I just found almost too many to handle is libraries. And so many libraries are online now with so many cool things. And there seems to be a trend towards it's not just, you know, your local library or things like the New York Public Library. We've got that. But there are these independent projects like the Digital Public Library of America. The Harvard has an open collections program site. Um, There's something called the Hathi Trust, H-A-T-H-I Trust. There, if you happen to be part of a participating institution like a university library, you'll be able to do more. But there's like 5 billion pages there. So the odds that your ancestors somehow are mentioned there are, you know, relatively high. Libraries have really gotten with the program, so to speak, in terms of... uh, you know, getting stuff online. Oh, my goodness. You've already given us so much to take advantage of during those lunch breaks. <laughs> well, and we have 101 of them, and, you know, this, as always. So uh, that should, you know, last you through several lunches. Well, terrific. Hey, this is fantastic. And I know as the year continues on, I'm going to have you back because I want to talk about some more of these terrific websites in depth. But thank you so much. I love that you go and find these. And some of these we would never have known about or or come across, but you sure do dig them up. Go out there and start clicking. In our 101 Best Websites for Tracing Your Family History, we're going to explore the website Free UK Genealogy. And here to tell us more about it is Pat Reynolds, Executive Director of Free UK Genealogy. Hi, Pat. Hello, Lisa. Pat, I'd love to have you tell all of our listeners what the Free UK Genealogy website's all about. We are a registered charity We support three websites at the moment that are of interest to genealogists. That's FreeBMD, which provides you with the indices of civil registration of birth, marriage and death in England and Wales. FreeSen, which provides you with free access to most of the 19th century censuses of the UK. And FreeReg, which provides you with access to registers of baptism, marriage and burial in the Church of England and increasingly in other churches and religious bodies and civic graveyards. All the information on our websites is free. There's nothing there that you have to pay for. There's no need for a subscription. You don't have to register. You can just come in and use what our thousands of volunteers have provided for you. 
What kinds of genealogical information are we going to be able to access on the website? Because all our transcriptions are made by volunteers who are, like you, genealogists, the quality is as high as we can get it. We want you, as we want for ourselves, to be able to rely on the transcriptions. The free BMD information is just indices. So in order to find out whether, for example, the John Smith, who married a Mary Allsop in Birmingham in 1855, is your John Smith, you'll have to get the original certificate from either a register office or from the GRO. But a cheap way, or a free way, of getting round that need is to have a cross-check and see whether the marriage itself is on free reg. On free reg, because we're transcribing the marriage certificates rather than just an index, you'll get a lot more information. You'll get the groom's occupation in many cases, particularly the later ones, father of the groom's occupation. You may get information about where the couple were living in much more detail than you would do on free BMD. You'll sometimes also get witnesses. We recommend the witness search as a really good way of finding out more about the family context within which that marriage took place. Using free reg, you also get the advantage that you can use a nearby places feature so that if family tradition says a marriage or a birth took place in one place or a death, then using the nearby places feature can pick up baptisms, for example, which might have been done in a church, particularly if a mother went to sit stay with her mother for the birth. Free Sen offers access to our censuses. We've just launched a new version of FreeSen, a new interface, I should say, because the data's the same, it's just how you get at it and what you can see when you're through, that has differed. FreeSen2, that's www.freesen2.freesen.org.uk, allows you to much more easily query FreeSen on a mobile phone than the original FreeSen. It has that nearby feature and it also very usefully allows you to search across all the censuses rather than just limited to a specific year. I found that particularly useful personally for finding one of my ancestors who, unlike his forebears and descendants, seemed to drop off the map locally in North Yorkshire and indeed turned up hundreds of miles away on one census. But I could only pick that up because I could easily search across all the censuses rather than thinking about doing them one at a time. Do you have some tips for getting the most out of free UK genealogy? Always read the notes because the notes contain lots of information that you will find helpful perhaps challenging some of your assumptions, which might have led you to get a negative result previously. Counterintuitively, if you know a lot about the person you're trying to pick up, say you know where they were born, how old they were at a certain date, you think you know where they got married, and so on, it's a great temptation to put all that information in at the start, particularly if you've got a common name like John Smith that you're looking for. But actually, we recommend starting with just some minimal data and then cutting it down 
until you get to a reasonable number of results. Some of our websites have a limit of 250 results, for example, because any more will overload your computer, or could do. So start with something quite basic, like that you know that it's John Smith and you're looking for somebody born in 1890. You might then want to narrow it down by the area, down to county level, and so on down until you can get to someone that you think is yours. We then always do recommend that you check with the original. Have a look at the original or a photograph of it in a county record office, local family history society or LDS family history centre if you've got access to any of those. Well, this is a great resource, as you can see. It's called Free UK Genealogy, and you'll find it at freeukgenealogy.org.uk. And we'll have that link in the show notes. Thanks again, Pat, for joining us here on the podcast. Well, we're exploring lots of great free websites in today's episode. And here's another one where you can find some fantastic bargains on genealogy resources. It's called genealogybargains.com. And here to tell us more about it is Thomas McKinty. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Doing great. Genealogy can get a bit expensive if we're not careful, can't it? It can. In fact, I think a lot of people I talk to say they they're, they don't do full disclosure with their spouse or their partner when it comes <laughs> to how much they spend, and they kind of fudge the numbers. But I think you know there are bargains out there if you if you're just smart about you know certain things. And that's what this website that you've got going is all about. I know people just love it. The amazing deals you've got on there. Yeah, a lot of some of the deals are exclusives. Some of the deals I will go to a vendor and say, "Hey, uh, you know, I notice your product. I think it would work with with my followers and and genealogy and family history, and we get an exclusive promo code, be it shipping or a discount, etc." And and that's it. And then also I try and post about certain practices, you know, maybe cycling on and cycling off from a subscription site. Ah, so helping us get the most out of where we do spend our money. I see. And I know a lot of people, it's fall, you know, they're getting back to genealogy a little bit before the holidays, right? Yes. So I yeah, imagine, well, yeah. yeah, some great the stuff The holidays are important. And the reason is that, you know, they creep up so quickly. Yeah. Uh, before you know it, you know, advertisements on television, etc. But the thing is, think about if you're doing Doing anything like scrapbooks or anything that a creative is what I call it, mm-hmm. uh, you've got a plan now. It takes time to put that together, then to order it and get it delivered. So it's really this is the month, this in October, these are the months when you should be working on those projects. We're talking like you can get a pillow printed with a family tree on it, mugs, calendars, uh, scrapbooks. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Well, they can find it all at genealogybargains.com, right? Anything we should be taking a look at right now in September? September, actually, it's sort of a holding period. There are some bargains. I think there's going to be some pop-up. And one thing I've noticed is DNA, there's always seems someone has a sale anymore. It used to be that it was twice a year. And now, you know, uh, you know, there's some great sales. Also, Family Tree Magazine, they redid their site. Their store is absolutely great. You know, and so they've got deals. They've got a 20% off code there. And you can get that at genealogybargains.com. And it applies to, to most products. 
Yeah, but September and then October is National Family History Month, so you'll see a lot of stuff coming up then. Fantastic. Oh, thank you so much for sharing it. And everybody, you can head on over to genealogybargains.com. Thanks, Thomas. Thank you. Well, it's time for our Family Tree University crash course. And here to join us and talk about one of the many terrific classes that are part of Family Tree University is Vanessa Wheeland. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? Doing great. You know, we're talking all about free websites, websites that have lots of great free content for genealogists. And I noticed that one of the video downloads that you have in Shop Family Tree that comes from Family Tree University was all about the DAR. And that website certainly contains lots of free goodies as well. I know in that one, you really went kind of knee deep into all the great content that's out there. What can we find on the DAR website? And of course, that's the Daughters of the American Revolution, right? That is correct. Yes, the website for DAR actually contains quite a bit of information. It has a database, the genealogical research system that allows you to do some actual searching of the records that they contain. And these records come from Revolutionary War ancestors, those descended from those ancestors, and a vast array of resources that they have. Um, this came, comes, of course, from submissions from people who are looking to join the daughters and from all of that research that has come and been involved, and it's extensive. Exactly. And when we think of the Daughters of the American Revolution, it's not a primary focus as a genealogy site. It's really an organization. They do a lot of volunteer work. They have a real community there, but it is based on genealogy. That's how they get their application, right? So they must just have a treasure trove of genealogical data, stuff that people have turned in in order to qualify. And if you think about it, they have in their library, and this is not all online, but you can do research in the library catalogs as well. They have over 225,000 books, more than 10,000 research files, and over 40,000 family histories and genealogies. So if you think about over 40,000 containing all of that information that people used for their applications, and that was verified in order for them to be accepted, that's a lot of information. Oh, absolutely. And I've noticed just in looking at the website, it looks to me like it's also just kind of been updated. It's a, it's a very modern, interactive website. And I see here library, archives, and a search box, and even a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, they are very much on it. <laughs> <laughs> so the site is dar.org. And in this video class, now, this was this done originally as a live webinar or? Um, it was done as a video for the virtual conference. Oh, excellent. And who's our instructor on this one? This is Shannon Combs Bennett, and she is actually a daughter herself. So she has gone through the entire process. She knows all about this. Excellent. Well, we'll have a link to the video class in the show notes. And again, the website is dar.org. Even if you're not a member of the Daughters of the American Revolution, you've got lots of great free information to tap into. And of course, Vanessa, they have their amazing library as well in Washington, D.C., don't they? They do, and it is open to the public. Exactly. And you'll find the library catalog. If you click the genealogy link at the top of the page, you'll get to genealogical research. And there you've got links to the descendants database, 
the library catalog, and many, many more resources. Absolutely. Well, a great choice, I think, for this episode. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank you, Lisa. it's time to head over to the Genealogy Insider blog. And we're going to do that with the editor, Diane Haddad. Hi, Diane. Well, hello. Wow, the blog is different. We were just talking to Allison about the new website. And I know that when I go to the blog now, this all looks different. So I'd love to have you kind of start us off with a little tour. How do we find your awesome articles? Oh, sure. Yes, it is different. Um, It used to be the blog was on a site all by itself, and you couldn't really find the rest of Family Tree Magazine. So now it is part of the Family Tree Magazine website. And when you search in that search box at the top of the page, you get results from both the blog and the rest of the website, which has a huge amount of articles in it. To find the blog and browse through the articles, people will go under how to's and tutorials in the black navigation bar at the top. There's that little white arrow that you hover on. And then if you go all the way to the bottom of the little drop down menu, you see genealogy insider blog and photo detective blog as well. If you click on either one of those, then you will be at the home page for that blog. So then on genealogy insider, you can scroll down and you'll see recent posts and then you'll see, um, editor's picks, which are just the more popular posts. And then keep scrolling down, and then it shows all articles. So it just shows each blog going back, all the posts. In that all articles little gray title bar, there is an arrow, a blue arrow. And if you click that, that's how you keep going back to view articles blog articles going back in time. That little arrow is kind of hard to notice there. Right. It's in the little gray navigation bar on the all articles. So we're starting with the most recent. And as we use the arrow, we're going back in time chronologically. So that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So the most recent article, that would be the one at the very top on the left. Looks like there's like a breakout box that features particular articles. Yes. Great. That wow. is, and we can manipulate what articles show in this um, like featured breakout box. So that can change every once in a while. Right. Wow, it's really evolved over the years. And it's nice to see it on the full website. So we're kind of just going again to one place to get all the content from Family Tree Magazine. Right. No more jumping around. It is a lot easier for us to manage on the behind the scenes part of the website too. So that's really helpful. And I think it's it's more visual. It's just, it's a lot prettier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. Even if you guys have been knee deep in a website update, there's still the genealogy news going on. What's been some of the latest things happening? So we'll be talking about the 101 best websites in this podcast. And one of our websites for several years has been the Ancestry Insider, who is a blogger who has worked at Ancestry and now works at Family Search, and so had just really good information about those site search algorithms and how to use them and kind of some explanations for um, and difficult to grasp technical issues. And he is not blogging anymore, which is kind of sad, but he's been blogging for such a long time and hasn't been doing his own genealogy because he was doing this blog for all the rest of us. So the blog will remain online 
and it's still one of our 101 best websites because it is there and that whole archive of that inside information is there still. That's the beauty of blogs, isn't it? That you can go back and you can still search and take advantage of all the articles, even if the blogger goes on to do his own research, which you have to applaud him for doing that. I could appreciate that. Yes. And the Ancestry Insider is an anonymous person. So um, that's why there's no name. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Although we know who he is, don't we? <laughs> It's a secret, closely guarded. All right. Well, great. Well, everybody go check out the new home of the Genealogy Insider blog by Diane Haddad. You're going to find it at familytreemagazine.com under the how to and tutorials menu in the black bar along the top of the website. Uh, Wonderful. We're going to look forward to new articles and we'll look forward to talking to you next month. Sounds great. Thanks so much for joining me for this September 2017 episode of the Family Tree Magazine podcast, the monthly show from America's number one genealogy magazine. Head to familytreemagazine.com slash podcast to find the show notes for this episode with our brand new podcast page on the new website. And that will include links to all the websites that we've talked about today. Thanks again. I'm Lisa Louise Cook, and I invite you to visit me at my website, genealogygems.com, where you can listen to my free podcast, the Genealogy Gems podcast, which is also available for free through iTunes and our Genealogy Gems app. Until next time, have fun climbing your family tree. This episode was brought to you by genealogybargains.com. Join the thousands of genealogists who have saved 70% or more on books, DNA tests, CDs, webinars, subscription websites, and gift items. Genealogy Bargains features exclusive inside deals negotiated with the vendors just for you. Check out genealogybargains.com for the latest promo codes and coupons for featured genealogy and family history items.